Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into an all-new edition of the Metropolitan Report. My name is Alfred Carsar Jr., and just as a reminder, the Metropolitan Report is a proud member of the Studious Minds Podcast Network. Today is Saturday, May 8th, 2021, and on today's edition of the Metropolitan Report, we will look at the last couple of games that the Mets have played. We'll also look at last night's uh, comeback win, what we like, and what we did not like here on this podcast that talks about any and everything New York Mets. So let's start off. Uh, the last edition of the Metropolitan Report was this past Tuesday. Uh, the scheduled game for this past Tuesday was supposed to be uh, against the St. Louis Cardinals. That was rained out. Jacob deGrom was supposed to start, then he got scratched. Uh, Miguel Castro was supposed to start in relief of deGrom, a reliever starting in relief. You see what I did there? But the game was rained out, uh, postponed as part of a doubleheader. Um, th- so, so far, the big news, Jacob deGrom pulled from the start. He had tightness in his right side, uh, later found out to be lat inflammation. Uh, deGrom has not been placed on the injured list uh, just yet. Uh, he is scheduled to make a start, or at least the, the Mets are hopeful that he will make a start uh, tomorrow against the Diamondbacks for the Sunday game. And, of course, uh, DeGrom having a fantastic season so far. Uh, he is 2-2 two and two on the year. Those two losses he has, he only gave up one run in each of those losses. He's only given up two earned runs all year, has Jacob DeGrom. And he has an ERA uh, below one. He has a 0.51 ERA. Uh, he was named pitcher of the month in the National League for the month of April. So Jacob deGrom doing a phenomenal job. However, if he is not able to go tomorrow and he does get placed on the IL, then uh, it's going to be a cause for concern because although the Mets starting pitching has been consistent uh, so far this season, uh, deGrom, you, you just can't have a replacement for deGrom. Yeah, Marcus Stroman is okay. Uh, Taiwan Walker is serviceable. But you you just can't have a replacement for Degrom, and Jacob Degrom right now leading the majors in both quality starts and ERA. So that's a, a story to keep an eye on. I personally believe that if Degrom is to miss any time, it'll adversely affect the Mets, despite the Mets being winners of the last three as of today. Uh, right now it is 1 p.m. Eastern time in New York City, and. The Mets are in the standings in second place in the National League East. Uh, The New York Mets, again, winners of their last three, uh, standing at a record of 14 wins and 13 losses. Uh, They are one game behind the Philadelphia Phillies, who are 18 and 15. Uh, A lot of people are saying, well, how could they only be one game back? Uh, That's because of the number of games played and win percentage. So um, right now, if the Phillies lose today, against the Braves, and the Mets defeat the Diamondbacks, there will be a tie for first place. So the Mets playing some good baseball, five, uh, one game above 500. Um, they've been teetering at the 500 mark uh, all season. Uh, but again, it's early. It's only May. Nobody wins a World Series in May. Nobody uh, wins a pennant in May. Nobody makes the playoffs in May. So uh, uh, remains to be seen. But uh, the Jacob DeGrom situation, if he is unable to start tomorrow, then, you know, um, 
I personally feel that this is is, is going to be a bad situation. Uh, when you when you take the ace out of the equation, um, typically bad things do happen. But uh, let's talk about this this week of games. Um, it all started with the doubleheader. The Mets split the doubleheader. They lost the first game of the doubleheader to the Cardinals on Wednesday. Uh, they lost four to one, but then they won the second game of the doubleheader seven to two, and haven't lost since. Thursday they defeated the Cardinals again four to one, uh, and then last night, ooh, I was there live in person. City Field was rocking. Uh, the Mets were down four nothing to the Diamondbacks, and you want to talk about heroics? They came back from four runs down to win five to four. They won an extra innings. Uh, Francisco Lindor hit his first home run in City Field. The place went crazy. Uh, there was some type of altercation. Uh, in the dugout in the clubhouse tunnel, and nobody seems to be clear on what happened. Uh, some reports say that uh, Jeff McNeil and Francisco Lindor got into a fight. Others say that Lindor saw a rat, and McNeil went over to confirm and said it was a raccoon. And it, it, I don't know what happened, but whatever happened in that in that in that dugout, it it, it sparked some type of some type of spark within the Mets. Um, Matter of fact, it was just a weird situation. And then here's a name that nobody would have expected to get a walk-off RBI, Patrick Mazika. Uh, for those of you who have been listening to the Metropolitan Report since day one, uh, we have talked about Patrick Mazika. Uh, while the Mets were in spring training this year, Patrick Mazika was battling for the backup catcher position he battled with Tomas Nito. Um, Tomas Nito obviously uh, won that position battle, but now with all the injuries, the Nimmo and Davis, they got to have bodies um, on the roster. So they gave uh, Mazika the call. Mazika's a rookie. Uh, he made his MLB debut in tw well, not even debut. So here's here's the weird thing about Patrick Mazika. Patrick Mazika was originally called up to the major leagues last season in 2020, the truncated COVID season. However, Mazika never had an at-bat, never made a plate appearance. He was on the roster for all of two days last season. Never appeared in a game. And then he, uh, in his sec second Major League at-bat last night, he gets a walk-off RBI. He didn't get credited with a hit, but he came up with the bases loaded. Uh, it was a special moment, especially for him. Uh, why don't we play the footage, uh, roll the clip, uh, of Mazika's at bat last night, uh, at the moment where he got that RBI, uh, Gary, Keith and Ron on the call. I mean, you gotta have the jitters here. Kind of bats to keep you in the major leagues. 2-2. Two -two. Mazika hits one slowly up the line. The shovel holds up. Mazika in his city field debut, his second big league at bat, a walk-off RBI in the bottom of the 10th, and he's lost his shirt as the Mets have taken the opener from the Diamondbacks, 5-4. to four. Well, when he put his head on the pillow, that wasn't the game-winning hit he probably ever saw in his life, but it worked. Mets came from four runs down to get even on Lindor's home run in the 7th. 
And then Patrick Mazika gets Alonzo home with the winning run in the bottom of the 10. We'll try to backdoor slider. He's out in front. And he couldn't have bunted it better. This is a squeeze. Mm. So the most unlikeliest of heroes, Patrick Mazika, who was indoctrinated into the Mets' uh, walk-off tradition of getting your jersey torn off when you get a walk-off RBI or a hit. Uh, interesting note about Mazika, uh, he went to the same college as Jacob deGrom. Uh, he went to Stetson University, and in the off-seasons uh, when deGrom, who was a Connecticut native, uh, goes back to Stetson to you know work out uh, away from the team when it's not baseball season, and he goes to uh, throw, throw in uh, some sessions in the, in the bullpen in Stetson, uh, Mazika was the one who would catch him. So, real feel-good moment for Mr. Patrick Mazika. Uh, as mentioned previously, uh, a few minutes ago, uh, Francisco Lindor hit his first home run in City Field. Uh, Francisco Lindor was somebody I was very hard on in the last uh, edition of the Metropolitan Report. I'm not going to change my stance. One home run is not going to, you know, not going to make me feel any different. Because this is what we expect out of Lindor, the $341 million man. Uh, going into yesterday, he was batting 163. He has upped his, he has upped his batting average to 175. He went into yesterday with uh, three RBIs on the season. He now has five, so... 97 at-bats, 175 average, two homers, five RBIs. Maybe he's trending upward. I, I would hope he's trending upward because um, you got to do better than that since you since you wanted the, the, the three. Well, actually, you wanted 365. We offered you 325. We had to meet you in the middle of 341. So hopefully that's going to jumpstart Francisco Lindor's production. Uh, again, it, it took some shenanigans in the tunnel to the clubhouse in order to spark that out of the Mets, but we will see what happens. Uh, let's go to a game preview for today. Uh, the Mets play the Cardinals. It's a 7 p.m. game. Uh, the projected starting pitching battle will be uh, Merrill Kelly uh, uh, for the Diamondbacks. Against a to-be-determined pitcher for the Mets today. Um, I doubt it will be Taiwan Walker since he pitched the finale of of that uh, Cardinals game. DeGrom is penciled in for tomorrow. Definitely won't be Stroman. Um, who knows who it could be. I have been making the case for Jordan Yamamoto all season. It might be Lucchese, uh Joey Lucchese, who has also been struggling. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I believe after last night, the Mets can take another one against Arizona. Um, if the bats can work, that never-say-die attitude that the Mets have been known for uh, throughout the years. And I can't even be mad at the the offense's lack of production because we're on a three-game winning streak. I can't criticize it. I mean, I would like to see more out of the offense, but especially because you never want to play catch-up that late into a ball game. But if we look at the schedule, the offense the last couple of games, not bad. Uh, five runs, four runs, seven runs. So we'll we'll see what happens today. 
But I, I have a, a strong feeling, a very, very strong feeling that the Mets are, are going to take today from the Diamondbacks. If DeGrom can pitch tomorrow and that lat inflammation doesn't bother him, then I don't see why we can't get a sweep unless the bats go back to sleep. But uh, we're going to take a break. And after the break, there's something that I need to address and someone on the Mets roster I need to address. You're listening to the Metropolitan Report. I'm Alfred Parsar Jr. This is the Studious Minds Podcast Network, and we'll be right back after the break. Do you have an event that needs a design? How about planning? You can take care of all your event needs with ARJ Signature Design, run by Alnisa Reed Jenkins, where you can get custom floral designs, event designs, set designs, as well as retail and commercial installs. You can get all that done by Alnisa Reed Jenkins of ARJ Signature Design with event planning and event designing and is also a family-run business. Again, that's ARJ Signature Design. And you can go ahead and get your free consultation by contacting Miss Reed Jenkins at arjsignaturedesign.com. They do a great job. And again, if you need any event florals, custom floral designs, or set design, whether you're commercial, retail, or personal, ARJ Signature Design can get the job done for you. Again, that's arjsignaturedesign.com for your free consultation now. What's up, y'all? This is Barry Grant Jr., host of the All Even Podcast. I'm tuning in with my man Alfred, host of the Metropolitan Report. That's the only place that I get my Mets news from. Tap in, because trust me, that's crazy. And we're back. You're listening to the Metropolitan Report. I am Alfred Parsar Jr. And before the break, I said I had something and someone to address on this New York Mets roster. David Peterson. I have consistently been a detractor of David Peterson. I am not a David Peterson supporter. I said in spring training, and you can go back into the archives and listen to the episodes. He should have never been given that fifth starter spot. I've been campaigning for Jordan Yamamoto the entire time. In spring training, what did I say? Go by the numbers. Yamamoto had a 1.08 ERA. In St. Louis, Yamamoto finally got a call up. Finally got saved from the purgatory that is the alternate training site in Brooklyn. And what did Yamamoto do? He came up to the bigs. He pitched pitched against the Cardinals. And he won. David Peterson does not belong on a major league roster. Not even on the worst team in the league. David Peterson is a guy... He got called up to the majors and made his major league debut during the truncated COVID-19 season. He had 10 starts and went 6-2 with a 3.44 ERA. Okay. But that's because A, there was no tape on him. B, the Nationals and the Phillies and the Baltimore Orioles, they were all lowly teams last season. The Boston Red Sox stunk last season, too. 
So when you're, and again, don't forget, these teams, they were playing uh, teams in their geographic region last season. So all those bad teams for him to beat up on. Look at what he's done this season. You want to talk about what David Peterson has done this year. All he's done is stink. If it wasn't for the Mets heroics last night of Lindor and Mazika, he would have got another loss. Peterson is 1-3 in in 6 starts. 5.54 ERA. Let's talk about last night. And I was disgusted last night. I must have set the world record for the amount of times uh, a person has rolled their eyes in a five-minute time span. He didn't even make it out of the second inning last night. First off, he has runners on second and third. Arizona starting pitcher Zach Gallen comes up to the plate. What does Peterson do? He walks him. Actually, no, the bases were loaded, sorry. And he walks him. Drives a run. The next two batters both get hit by a pitch. That's three runs. And it was easy for them. They didn't have to earn it. They just had to stand at the plate and not swing the bat. Two of them had to take one for the team. David Peterson is not a Major League Baseball player. And if you really do your research, baseball fans and Met fans, Peterson made his Major League debut without ever playing AAA Minor League Baseball. The highest in the organization he ever got was AA Binghamton. He never played a single inning of baseball in AAA Syracuse. Let that sink in. The start last night against Arizona. His first start of the season against Philadelphia. And even the start he had against the Cubs. Rocked. Every time. He gets rocked. You know what we should do? We should just we should just refer to him as Rocky. Because that's how much he gets rocked. David Rocky Peterson. Because that's all he's good for is getting rocked. He's not major league ready. And you know what? David Peterson should send a thank you postcard to both Carlos Carrasco and Noah Syndergaard once he gets on the first available coach bus to Syracuse. Matter of fact, you hear that? Do you hear that? That's an engine revving from the coach bus that's going to take him to Syracuse. He needs to be sent down to AAA to work on his mechanics. And when they do bring him back up, he should be a September call-up. Either the team has already clinched a playoff spot or they're, or they're well out of contention by that point. But David Peterson doesn't need to be at the major league level. But like I said, he should send Carlos Carrasco and Noah Syndergaard thank you postcards from Syracuse once he gets there because if Carrasco didn't get hurt in spring training and Thor didn't start this season on the injured list, David Peterson wouldn't have started the season in the majors. I am tired of seeing David Peterson. Every time I look at a lineup card or a matchup card 
for this Mets ball club. And it says the starting pitcher is David Peterson. I get nervous. It doesn't feel good when I see David Peterson listed to start. Of course he's no DeGrom. But he's also no Stroman. He's no Taiwan Walker. And you wouldn't give Jordan Yamamoto a chance. But you gave David Peterson. Why? Because he's a guy that came up in the organization. Is that it? Is that the reasoning? Sandy Alderson, Luis Rojas, somebody's got to say something. But David Peterson don't deserve to be on, on this major league roster. He's not a major league ball player. He pitches like he's scared. The bases are loaded. It's a 2-2 count. What are you throwing sliders for? You throw a fastball high and inside. A walk and two hit batsmen led to three runs last night. And again, if we didn't have bats last night, we would have lost. Peterson's got to go at some point. Has to go. I don't care what the reason or excuse is. You got to find some way to get rid of him. It's just frustrating. Very, very frustrating, to say the least. But David Peterson needs, absolutely needs, to be on the first coach bus that's headed up north to Syracuse. And that's my opinion, and that's my rant, and I'm sticking to it. Ladies and gentlemen, the next edition of the Metropolitan Report will be released on Wednesday. Again, we are going to a two-edition-a-week schedule starting this week coming up. Uh, every Wednesday and every Saturday, the Metropolitan Report. And, of course, if there is any Mets weekend home games, you can be sure to see live and exclusive coverage on the Metropolitan Report Instagram at the, Metropolitan, at the underscore Metropolitan underscore report on Instagram. Uh, again, we are a proud member of the Studious Minds Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out our other network podcast, the Rap Lab Podcast, which drops every Sunday at midnight, which uh, talks about hip-hop, and the Cool Brother uh, Podcast with the Cool Brother, the Cool Podcast with the Cool Brother, uh, uh, featuring Malik Long, where he talks about soul, R&B, and Motown-era artists. And coming soon... The Cast Iron Podcast with Chef Patrick Lee. So that's all coming up. Uh, again, the Mets play today at 7, 10 p.m. First pitch is scheduled. Uh, it was raining here in New York earlier, but the rain has passed. So that game should start on time. Tomorrow as well, the Mets are playing the Diamondbacks to finish the series. Uh, what does the schedule look like past this, you may say? Well, uh, after Sunday, the Baltimore Orioles are coming to town for a two-game series on Tuesday and Wednesday. The Mets are off on Monday, and they're also off on Thursday before they go on the road to play Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and Miami before coming back home to take on Colorado and Atlanta. Then they'll see these Diamondbacks again. They'll see the Diamondbacks again in three weeks uh, as we end May and go into June. So, we'll keep you updated. Stay tuned to the Instagram 
Um, hope and again, like I said, hopefully Jacob Degrom can get the start tomorrow, and the lat inflammation is not serious. So this has been the Metropolitan Report. I am Alfred Barsar Jr. And since there is nothing else to say, the only thing left to say is, let's go Mets!